This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode of Lather Talk. This is take two uh, that you guys aren't seeing, but I'm your host John, aka Lather Hog, and my co-host Gerard unfortunately isn't able to make today's episode. Um, he is busy with his son who's a little under the weather today, but joining me for today's show, we have Jake and Ashley from Yates Precision Razors. Guys, we are so happy to have you on. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. And I mentioned take two is because and I, this is all my bad where I did not hit record uh, even though we started the conversation. So a uh, little transparency there, uh, <laughs> just to leave this in there. Uh, Jake's had some rehearsal over some of the answers on the first like, question or two. And I think it'll just make that much better of an episode. So <laughs> Jake and Ashley, thank you so much for rolling with some technical errors that might happen here. Um, let's start from the beginning. So f- for someone who has never heard of Yates Precision, can you tell us a little bit about how you guys got started and what you're all about? Sure. So uh, Yates Precision, we officially formed in 2017 um, and we started as just a small contract manufacturing shop. I was doing it on nights and weekends, still working a full-time job. Um, We had one CNC machine. So we were making uh, all kinds of different parts for all kinds of different companies, um, really just as a hobby. Um, And then 2019, uh, my dad brought over what was a safety razor, which I didn't know at the time. And he asked, hey, you think you can make one of these? I was like, yeah, what is it? Um, so he explained it to me. I did some, some research. And over the next few months, I started kind of reverse engineering it and then just adding our own twist and, and improving it a bit. Um, but as I did that, I was posting about it on social media. And people started you know, following along, getting interested in the story. And before long, um, rather than making just a couple for myself, friends, family, um, we opened a pre-order and I think we ended up selling about a hundred on that first pre-order. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after that, the, the safety razors kind of just took off. Um, and now we make, uh, razors for at least five other companies. I think six, maybe, um, now, um, including, you know, a couple we can't talk about, but, you know, wet shaving club, uh, mm-hmm. we make two of their razors, the America and the winning razor. And then uh, Caleb Ellsworth, he's coming out with a with a new razor that we'll be doing the production uh, on those as well. So it's been uh, it's been an inter- interesting journey, but it's mm-hmm. been a fun journey, um, especially from from someone who who didn't know what a safety razor was yeah. even four years ago, and now it's kind of the world we this live and breathe. <laughs> and and just before you were mentioning, so with social media and in particular Instagram was a good way to get feedback. And you're sharing a little bit about initially the threading, um, the or I don't know what, what do you call it, the style of thread yeah. in the razors. Like, can you yep. can you uh, just tell that story uh, again? Sure. 
Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you mentioned feedback. You know, we were posting a lot about it on social media. And then uh, the first 100 razors we, we made had 1024 threads. So that's the, the standard. It's a number 1024 threads per inch. And, you know, as an engineer, that made sense to me because why would I need anything else? Well, apparently to the wet shaving world, that did not make any sense um, because everything else was either M5 uh, for the metric version or 1032, which is number 10 with 32 threads per inch. So people, you know, you, know, you experts in the shaving world, I, and I am no expert in this world. Um, like I said, I'm a, I'm a manufacturer and an engineer, and I kind of just fell into this wet shaving world by accident. So uh, some experts got a hold of them and were like, well, why are you using 1024 threads? I can't use other handles on them. I can't, I can't swap yeah, your handle onto out. other heads. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, first of all, I didn't know people did that. So let, me, <laughs> right, right. So, so let me revisit that. So after, uh, like I said, I think it was the first hundred razors have uh, 1024 threads. Mm -hmm. And now everything that we do is uh, 1032. So, and we kind of, I mean, I, I try to work in standard units as much as I can. So inches and, and but uh, so we don't do the, the M5 version yet, but we probably will release some, some M5 versions, but they are fairly interchangeable, the M5 and the 1032, so. Okay, so, so listeners take note, if you do have one of the first 100 razors from Gates, you have a potential collector's item right there. So hold, hold yes, on to those. Also take note, don't buy it. Don't buy any of our handles going forward and think that oh, they're right. going to work on your razor. So, yeah. you so, have so, so get in touch with us and yeah. we'll get you a new Let top cap. We'll which swap it out. We actually did do that. So, <laughs> yeah. so oh, really? yeah. the first, uh, yeah. yeah. So anyone that bought one of those original razors, um, I had, I had kept track kind of those first hundred as far as mm -hmm. who purchased what. So I knew um, if they placed another order for another handle, um, I just went ahead and sent them a, a new top cap Here's as well to go cap. with it. So oh, that way wow. going That'll forward, work. everything's compatible. Yeah. So um, that was the easier solution yeah. rather than, you know, have people get the handle and be like, well, why doesn't it fit? Well, right. so we just went ahead and, and, and if there's anybody out there that doesn't have one of our new top caps, reach out, we'll get you on. So. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, you, you also had uh, mentioned when we were just talking before mm -hmm. where you just moved to full-time back in January, which actually I wasn't aware of. Uh, was that a, like was that a dramatic shift uh making that change like how's that transition been now that's been a few, a few months i feel like leading up to it you knew you wanted to it got to the point where he was out here till one or two in the morning you'd come home from work eat dinner come out of the shop and so you were like i have to do one or the other i have to either scale down or i have to quit my job and make this full time and yes. so it was, it was a little scary to make the jump. I think, especially since we have a family, it's not just like the two of us where it's like, whatever, you know, we can eat ramen noodles and <laughs> we'll be good. But <laughs> we were like, what did we do? So, I mean, we took the leap and it's been really good so far. Like it's been great. Yeah. Like, yeah. like she said, I was really burning it at both yeah. ends. Um, yeah. I, and I was mentally and physically pretty exhausted. exhausted. So, yeah. And then I'm a, I'm a glutton for punishment too. So on, on top of everything else I do, I, I coach high school soccer. Um, I still oh, play well. soccer. I, 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 and I probably shouldn't because I have some <laughs> other things to focus on, but I, I like to keep my hobbies and like to pretend yeah. that I'm still young too. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it was, it was really the time whether, like she said, I either dial it back and turn it back into more of a side gig hobby or take the full-time leap. And uh, so far well, we're, we're still been eating and drinking. So you know, four months in, we're still here. So, so we'll see. But no, it's been good. Um, another thing that helped take that jump too was it, our partnership with Wet Shaving Club has been really good. Um, 
they've, you know, they commit to more long-term POs that kind of give us some guaranteed revenue that we can, we at least know we can pay the bills. Um, mm-hmm. And then that, that kind of lets me get out here. So that's been a, a really good relationship too. That's great. That's good to hear. And I'm, I'm glad the transition has gone, you know, uh, relatively smoothly. And uh, I, I think that, that, uh, that kind of leads me to my next question where you guys are really our husband and wife team. Uh, and uh, could you just share a little bit more more with the listeners kind of what the day-to-day looks like, you know, uh, division of tasks, or even just like, you know, work-life balance? I know there's a lot of questions, like all packed into one, but yeah. however much you'd like to share about that dynamic. Yeah. I'll let no. you start. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like we do have a really good system so far and that we do share about an even amount. Um, he's obviously more shop-driven, focused on the shop, and I kind of handle the kids' duties a little bit more. Um, I take them to school, pick them up from school, you know, house tasks. And then I just try to come out here and I just tell him, you know, like, what do you need me to do? And I, and I do more of, I'll keep the machines running for him. I'll do blasting and finishings. Um, but yeah, yeah. like she said, it's a, it was a learning curve for sure yeah. to, to begin. And uh, we have good days and some, some other days <laughs> that aren't quite as good. Cause like everyone, I mean, we're, yeah. we literally now spend pretty much every minute of every day together. together and yeah. and uh, so it's, you know, sometimes you're just like, go yeah. away. Like, sometimes we need some space. But uh, no, she's out here on Monday, Wednesday, Friday when the, the kids are at preschool. Um, and she you know, helps do the, the tasks that I really don't need to be doing, like uh, just loading machines that are already set up and running or sandblasting. That lets me focus on some of the higher level things like programming mm-hmm. and setting up machines and uh, doing some design work. So, yeah. And it's still, I mean, it's still a little much for me. So we have a, a college intern that works. Uh, he's an engineering intern. He worked for us in the past. He's coming back this summer, and then our goal is to to hire him full time to to help me with more more of the technical yeah. stuff. So oh, that's great. Yeah, you guys touch upon it a little bit though. Just like yeah, you're working together, and obviously you know in the family time we're all together. So like I don't know. It's, it's not any surprise. We're like okay, I have this like safe safe corner or yeah. this room yeah. where sometimes I just need to go away. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley has her chickens. Oh, yeah. I have all my animals, and I'm yeah. like, okay, going up to the chicken coop to sit for a minute in silence. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it really that silent, though, in the chicken coop? Or yeah, like... yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, with the roosters, yeah. <laughs> right. It's like... Well, it's good. Uh, so, uh, Jake, you mentioned so with soccer uh, uh, and coaching soccer, right, as hobbies. I'd love to hear mm-hmm. more about just kind of, you know, hobbies uh, that, that both of you have. Like, I mean, I, you know, with running your own business, it's, it's hard to find that time, yeah. but yeah. And anything you guys like to do yeah. in whatever spare time you might have. I, I mean, so you really like soccer. I really like running, but I feel like we both really just enjoy being outside. We are very, I guess, outdoorsy people and we live on a lot of land. So it's easy for us to, especially now that the days are getting nicer to take mm. the kids for a walk down to our Valley. We have a little stream. Now we have the puppy to take for walks, go to the park. So we do try to stay active and outdoorsy, for sure. Yeah, and like she said, I've played soccer my entire life, yeah. played through yeah. college, so that's um, still pretty important in my life. And you know, the, our boys are starting to play soccer mm. and, and oh, great. baseball, so yeah. that keeps us busy. But um, I was prior to starting this side gig and working full time and having kids, I was really into like fly fishing and hiking and things like that. So okay. I think we're looking forward to getting back into that yeah. now that the, the boys are a little yeah. bit older, they can enjoy yeah. it with us. We yeah. have a little bit more time on our hands. Yeah. So 
Um, we're looking back us. to we're looking forward to getting getting back some more hobbies. Back, yeah, so. of course. That's yeah. true. That's true. When the kids are young, and then you and you have two babies. of them, it, yeah. a lot of things. Yeah, go on. You know, I know it, for yeah. me, it took a long time for. Uh, I, I, I used to love music, you know, playing music, listening to music. But the last time I listened to like the songs I wanted to listen to, it was it was at least yeah. two and a half years where I'm just like, oh, there's yeah. other. Oh yeah, that's right. I used to listen to like rock music or like other other genres baby shark and kids now like our kids yeah like our oldest is like turn on kids bob and we're like oh yes i know i know uh, well kids bob yep (laughs) (laughs) this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com here we go and the car is like turn it up we're like we don't want to turn it off (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) not getting enough drama talking smack or hooligan hijinks from your regular forums social media or reddit well the lather talk discord is not for you sorry to disappoint but if you're looking for a cool place to hang out with fellow traditional shaving degenerates come on down to the lather talk discord share your shave of the days mail calls or talk about your favorite hardware software and just about everything in between once again that's lather talk discord Check out the link below. Thank you so much for sharing a bit about kind of yourselves and, uh, and and your company. Uh, I want I want to just transition us now into some listener questions. So sure. uh, let's take a look here at my sheet. And uh, this first one is from Paul from Trotter Handcrafts. He's a brush maker. He asks. I'd be curious to know if they still plan to do titanium razors at some point. Uh, yeah. I think yes. <laughs> did, did, yes. I, did I start with a tough? <laughs> yes. I start with a tough one. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's it's no. one. I, it's one that I absolutely one hundred percent want to do. To do it, so but I am so much of a kind of perfectionist that I'm. I've decided to design a completely new razor for the titanium originally we were just going to do our same razor yeah offer it in titanium with some customization and anodization and but i've decided to we're still going to offer our razor in titanium um but we're also going to design or i'm working on designing a new razor that will be strictly in titanium so that's the delay and then like it's like haunting me because i have you know we we put our wait list up and we have you know, many hundreds of people signed up and I get questions like, Hey, still doing titanium? Like, it's (laughs) it's one of those things where, you know, especially like I thought I was going to get out here full time and I'm going to have so much more time on my hands. And then like, I don't know, I snap my fingers and the day's over and and it's five and you're like, Holy cow. So yes, we are still doing titanium razors. The plan with that is we're going to probably first offer, um, we're actually going to be, we're working on a custom razor program right now so essentially it's going to take our existing razor um, and customers will be able to select their material Um, so they'll be able to choose from titanium brass or stainless they'll be able to choose their finish they'll be able to choose on the top cap whether they want a logo or no logo and maybe even some custom laser engraving on the top cap if they want that they'll be able to choose which base plate they want um, whether it's our m 
H, E, H. Um, they'll be able to choose whether they want any of those base plates to be closed comb, open comb, or dual comb. Um, so it's going to be a, a complete customization, um, which I'm looking forward to. There'll be a bit of a, a learning curve on my end. Um, but what we're going to do is we're going to offer that program, and it's going to be a, a two to four week lead time. So when you order it, you customize it, the order will come in, and it'll all be made to order. Um, so wow. we're probably going to do that first while I continue to work on the Titanium Razor design. But that'll give people um, a little bit more flexibility because right now we only offer our razor standard with the M plate. And so you got to order the razor with the M plate. And then if you want the H plate, you got to order the H plate. And some people may not even use the M plate, which I've never liked, you know, forcing our customers to order more than what they actually want. So mm. this, I want to give a little bit more control to the customer. Um, it's going to come with a little bit longer lean time. It's not going to ship next day because they are going to be made to order. Mm. Um, and we're also going to offer some different mm. handle lengths. Um, because our, our standard four inch handle, um, I've learned that some people absolutely love it or some people take it off and it. swap out one of their favorite other handles like on shorter, it. And yeah. so yeah. Um, we're gonna offer some different lengths. Um, we have a more capable machine now that's, that can make some pretty intricate handles. Um, mm. So we, uh, we have lots of plans. I always have lots of plans um, yep. and now I just gotta follow through on all of them. Mm. But so to make a, a short story long, I guess, um, yes, the. The titanium razors are coming, but we're probably going to introduce a, a completely custom razor program prior to that. Well, that, that sounds like a great option. And yeah, I, yeah it, should, it should definitely hold over the uh, tit- titanium uh, yeah. uh, fans yeah. <laughs> for yeah. a little bit. <laughs> right, exactly. So that's, that's what we were hoping. And I felt bad because, you know, I keep pushing it back, kept pushing it back. Yeah. Well, yeah. now I'm completely redesigning it. And I don't want to rush that either. I, I'm yeah. not someone who just wants to get something to market just to get it to market. I want to make sure I'll, I'll make some, I'll get them into beta testers hands for a while, do some pass arounds, um, make sure everything's right. Uh, and then we'll, mm. then we'll go from there. But the, the custom program should, should appease people at least for now, I hope. Sounds, sounds great. Uh, or sounds like a great option rather. Um, okay. So that next question we have uh, from Raza, he asked, Tell us something about Yates Razors that is unique compared to other razor companies out there. Also, what is something they want customers to know about them that could enable them to purchase a Yates Razor? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> so I think one thing that makes us unique is, and not entirely unique, there's a couple other companies out there that I can think of, but what makes us pretty unique mm-hmm. is from design to manufacture to shipping out the door, everything happens here yeah. where where we are mm-hmm. um you know so and, and that's kind of a blessing and a curse as well because while you know some other guys and, and absolutely not knocking anyone who, who does the design work and then and then outsources the manufacturing to to cnc shops right i mean that's that's a great way to to do business and it's a way more scalable way and a mm-hmm. quicker way to grow um because i have to design the razors and then i also have to go program the machines and then i also have to go run them mm-hmm. um so it it's like I said, it's a blessing and a curse, but I think that's one thing that makes us unique is we have complete control of the process and that gives us a little bit more flexibility. Um, so I can change the design and right, go right to the machine and start making it and start prototyping it. And whereas, you know, if, if a company's designing them, um, most, most manufacturers see or see someone come in with a prototype and they kind of like shy away from it because prototyping is not a, uh, not a great way to make money in the manufacturing world. Um, it requires a lot of, a lot of programming, a lot of upfront work um, for only one or two parts. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. it's most companies, most manufacturing companies want to see high volume 
orders, whereas we can, we're very flexible. Um, we can, we can run five of one thing, or we can run 500 of one thing and we can turn it around pretty quickly. Solid answer. Yeah. That, that question was a little different. So that's a good it's, one. It is. And I, I do think that's kind of what sets us apart. Um, you know, yeah. there are some other guys and uh, the two that I can think of uh, right now are, are carve and, and charcoal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they do their own manufacturing in-house um, and they make great razors. So mm-hmm. I think they're kind of in the same same genre that we are, um, or, but that also do, that does slow you down a little bit, right? So it's hard to release product after product after product when you're also the one who's manufacturing these. Whereas if you're just designing them, you design one, send it off, and while it's being manufactured by somebody else, you're designing right. the next product. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's good, though, but working on growing and adding some, some employees that will help uh, get me back to more of the designing and, and less of the manufacturing. Um, and, and, so should free up some time. Yeah. Uh, this is more connected to kind of what you just shared rather than another listener question, but are there any particular like inspirations, I guess, or, or, or sources of inspiration for um, any, any element of, of design? Um, as far as design goes, um, I know, so I really like Brian at Torquil. I really love his handles. I actually have one of his brass handles on one of my heads and it's probably the razor <laughs> I use the most often. Um, okay. It, so I, I really like his handle designs. Uh, his machining's real good. Um, so I, <clears throat> I like his products a lot. Um, but as far as inspiration, so, you know, our razor and then the America razor have what we call the stone wash finish. Right. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen that anywhere in the razor industry. And I kind of brought that over from the knife industry actually. So okay. the finish that's on our standard razor is, <clears throat> very popular in the knife and firearm industry, but I hadn't seen it on any safety razor. So I was like, all right, well, why not? And it kind of sets us apart. I think yeah. um, typically people see that finish and, you know, some, again, some people love it. Some people hate it. It's not for everybody, but it kind of stands apart from the other, you know, the, the polished finish that you, sure. that you get on most other razors. Yeah. yeah I, I definitely vouch for that. It's like, that's what I think of. Uh, when I think of a Yates razor, kind of was was uh, like a calling card for, for for you guys. This particular look, it's a particular feel too, yeah. you know. So it's like, yeah, that's totally totally agree with that. <laughs> it's, it's different, like I said, and some people love it. Some people were skeptical about it at first, like, is it going to affect blade, like glide or anything like yeah, that? And, yes, yeah. And maybe it does, but I I don't notice it. Um, and, and I'm sure some people out there who, you know, have. 50 razors and and yeah, our, our experts in this can notice a difference. And I'm sure there is a difference. I mean, we're literally blasting the razor and then tumbling it. So it's going to be a little, have a little bit higher coefficient of friction, but I don't think once you lather up with soap and start shaving, I don't think you can really, really it's notice it. Anything, yeah. Yeah. It, that's definitely one of the things, um, just even, even in past episodes and like discussions, like some people feel it. So even like if you do some sort of coating on it, like to get like different colors or other things, some people are like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. that, you know, I, it really affects um, the, the glide. Other ones like, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's totally fine for me. Yeah. It's it's so like, I can only imagine yeah. on the razor right. maker side, you guys are getting like 50-50 feedback. I'm like, hmm, which <laughs> do we do something about it or yeah. like, leave it alone? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Or, I mean, it could even be as much as a placebo effect, right? You see sure. that that finish yeah, sure. is on there. You see that it looks rougher. So you're like, okay, well, right. then all of a sudden it starts feeling like, rougher. Oh, so, yeah. but I, there, I'm sure that it doesn't glide as well as a polished razor. Um, but is it so much that it affects the shave? I'm not sure. 
and not and and clearly if you get a sample you know a sample size of people they they don't give you all the same answers so right exactly yeah. and that's yeah. why we came out with the the bead blast mm-hmm. finish and the as machine finish cuz so those are both Just lower options. friction finishes yeah. Yeah. that's the so that's the solution. Yep. <laughs> Just give people different options. Uh, so the next yeah, question... Exactly. You're not going to please everybody. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, to- totally true. Totally true. It's the same thing even like, oh, mm-hmm. you want to make something a particular color, right? That's It's going to be... Yeah. You get all sorts of reactions from, yep. from yes. people. That was like yep. our rainbow PVD. Like yep. some people were like, "This is great," and some people were like, "This is awful." Yep. <laughs> They're like, yeah. "Well, the rainbow razor." Yeah, the that we rainbow. Released, and which, like, well, I mean, that was right, a right. successful razor for us, yeah, and yeah. it was again something very different that we hadn't seen out there before. And um, yeah, I mean, it love, or, love it or hate yeah, it. Love yeah, love it or hate yep. it. That's, yep. that's no, the next question. Uh, next question is actually from Johnny Cash. The this is a uh, <laughs> what shaving YouTuber, not the <laughs> not the deceased singer. But uh, he asked about a mild plate uh, for the Yates razor. Does yeah. one exist, or uh, where would you where would you point him to look for a mild option? Yes, yeah. So our mildest option right now is our M plate, and M stands for mid level. It's not. It, I wouldn't classify it as mild per se. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do have plans of coming out with a little bit milder razor, but we released the M plate and then immediately people started asking for more aggressive plates. So we went that direction oh, okay. first. Yeah. Um, now the America razor for wet shaving club and the winning, and the winning razor, those are both milder than yeah. our M plate. So if you're looking for something that we make, um, and we designed, but milder than our M plate, I would go with the, the America Razor from Wet Shaving America. Club for now. And But eventually we are going to come out with a, a milder plate for, for our razor as well. Okay. that's. I feel like I, I saw you guys post that somewhere in, like in response to that question yep. in, in the past. Um, yeah. And uh, oh, um, kind of going, touching upon kind of you're saying there's certain terminology that you're learning uh, back, in, back in the earlier days. But like as far as like this whole mild, medium, like efficiency, like how do you like per, for you guys? You guys are the ones making the razors. How are you like you? Know, how are you defining at least you know uh, in terms of like when you go out to design or even even amongst your line of razors? What do you define like what makes it a mild mild? What makes a medium medium and etc. Yeah, so uh, honestly when I first learned about all this terminology and blade gap and exposure, yeah. the first place I went was to Rockwell's uh, website. Cause they have oh. a, you know, a full list of all their, you know, their 6S and 6C, yep. you know, this plate is this. Um, so I started learning there. Um, but then, I mean, as far as classifying it, I mainly classify it on blade gap and exposure. Um, okay. And our, our M plate um, is neutral exposure. So it's, it's not positive, not negative. It's kind of right in line with the shaved plane uh, um, that the top cap and the, the base plate make. Okay. Um, and then our H plate is just slightly more aggressive with a slightly higher blade gap and a little bit of positive exposure. And then our EH plate has an even bigger blade gap with even more positive exposure. Um, so that's kind of how we how we rank it. And we uh, have it on our website. Yeah. So like it, all the specs. Right. Yeah. So I had that question. And so people, you know, can look and see. Sure. Right. Yeah. So I. Anything that, if a, if customers ask me a question ten or more times, I know that's something that I need to put <laughs> yeah. somewhere yeah. as as general knowledge um, because yeah, I, I can't you know if I'm getting the same question over and over again you know the, like that's on us to, yeah. to get that information yeah. out there right so right. but that's I mean that's how we rank them I don't think there's 
company. I mean, you may classify a razor as aggressive that I classify as mild just based off of, you know, yeah. my hair type and how aggressive I am at shaving my, <laughs> shaving my face. Or how, so it's, yeah. uh, I think it's kind of, I mean, there's ballpark numbers, but I think yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's personal preference as yeah. well. Okay. I, I was just curious because I know like, you know, uh, especially just amongst uh, the non-manufacturers, the, the lay people, uh, for for a long time, people just only looked at Blade Gap. When in fact, right, you look at uh, like, yeah, like you mentioned, Rockwell has all the information out there. But you compare it to another popular razor, you know, the yep. the, the razor can have the same exact Blade Gap, but it's not it's not going to feel right. the same. And one one could be much more yeah. quote unquote aggressive, while the other one's deemed mild. So I'm, I'm, yep. I, I kind of just wanted to hear like, yeah, it's it's a combination of a few variables, but. Sure. Um, and even razor weight has a lot to do with, oh, with yes. that as well. I mean, yep. yeah. yes. so it's like I said, it's a, there's a combination of four or five things that you put together and it kind of <laughs> makes up the, the efficiency of the razor. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's trial and error. And then you kind right. of find a combination you like and, mm-hmm. and stick with it. So. Yeah, and honestly, like as someone who has this as a hobby, uh, it's yeah. There's so many your you know your mileage may vary kind of things. <clears throat> what razor blade you put in, right? Um, and sure. what com- even like what combination with the razor? Like my favorite combination with oh, a yeah. Yates razor might be totally different from from someone else. Sure, but where, that's another thing I yeah. learned too yeah, was like sure. all the different blades and how <laughs> yeah, feather, yeah. <laughs> feather blade is way like more aggressive. Like when we first than... started, first started, I shaved with the feather blades and I cut myself so much and I was like this is awful (laughs) like I'm cutting and then I switched to a more mild blade and I'm like oh this is great yeah so 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 she started shaving with the feather and that's what we had the feathers you know very aggressive (laughs) and we're like oh nope not does not work for me (laughs) but as soon as she switched to I think persona reds yeah yeah that's what we tried first yeah everything else was the everything else was the same just switched to blade and then she was good to go so yeah so yeah, there's a, a lot, lot of factors. Yeah, a yeah. lot that goes into it. And yeah. I, again, it was a steep learning curve at first, but we're we're still learning. <laughs> so that that feather blade is definitely on like one extreme end of the spectrum, and yeah. it's it's one that yeah. it's funny. Like you know, if I've come across like articles and other people just like testing things where they will in, in intentionally dull the blade because like the roughest shave with the feather is that first shave. So they'll intentionally like yep. strop it on yeah. people strop it on jeans or just whatever, or just something to okay. dull it a little bit before oh, okay. getting into their first shave but for me i mean like that, that's too much work let me just choose something that's something like that's a, like better fit blade, yeah. right away yeah, yeah like from the first shave like why oh. yeah it's, it's like it's unnecessary but you know kudos to, fo- to the folks who are doing some scientific research or <laughs> quasi scientific research trying to figure out how to use these things So I think this will be the last of the listener questions, but this one's from Engineered Shave. Uh, he is really into, he, he's one of the, the folks on the Discord that are big fans of your razors. And while he has a lot of mini questions, in the end, he wants to know when the new version of the Yates razor will arrive. So the new will yeah. be the titanium. <clears throat> yeah, so that, that would be is that, is that the one he's Okay, so there's is there was there any talk of like your main end plate or anything like that getting a redesign? No, I don't think so. Um, okay, that's pretty much going to stay the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, we might release. Well, like I said, we're going to release a milder plate. Um, we're going to do the custom program that's going to give 
I mean, I don't know how many different options you end up having, but it's going to be a lot. And then um, I imagine what he might be referring to is the titanium razor, which, okay. as we spoke about, is right. that's I try to uh, late at night is kind of like my design time. Um, so <laughs> it's a, it's a matter of me getting on the computer and doing some design work and prototyping. Um, I would definitely say that the new titanium razor will happen this year. Um, but like I said, the custom program is going to be before that. Um, and then we also want to release some, well, I, I'm working on prototyping some brushes and some other things, some of the soft goods um, as well, just to go along with, with our razors. Um, it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, I, I enjoy brushes. Um, I can, we now have a machine that's very capable from, for making brushes. Um, so mm. we're, we're kind of looking, looking into that now as well. Uh, what, what material are you looking into making the brushes out of, like metal or resin, resin, uh, <laughs> or other? So right now we're looking at titanium for the brush handles. Oh, okay, um, all right. It'll either be it'll be metal. It'll and it depends on how the weight ends up. But I'm thinking titanium um, or aluminum, but most likely titanium. Okay. Oh, that's that's very exciting. Yeah, okay, I, so- I don't do I don't mess with wood or acrylic or any of that stuff. That's <laughs> Hey, that's, that's leave yeah. that to the experts. That's yeah. that's messy. Yeah, yeah, with all the shavings, like, <laughs> like yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's messy. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I'm I'm reading back the question because like because he starts basically just it sounded more like a wish list. So I'm like, let me, I'm trying to save you from from that. But he's like, uh, something like tighten up tolerances, offering polished <laughs> options, changing the lather drain holes to grooves. Offer a serrated or open cone option on the base plate, and like, I don't know, like, if you guys had talked about all those things or if these are just. It sounds like more like his well, wish list. So the holes, yeah. So the he might be talking about the so the winning razor has lather holes versus. Um, oh, okay, those okay. Slots, yeah. Um, yeah. And the reason we did that is so we designed that razor to be extremely manufacturable, um, so we can keep the price point low. So I think yeah. that razor sells for maybe forty five or fifty dollars on on what. Uh, wet shaving club so you can drill holes um much cheaper than you can put slots in something um on a machine so that's why that has holes um so what takes me maybe it probably takes 10 seconds to drill all those holes i think there's 36 holes in that base plate Mm. um would take probably six minutes to put those slots in five or six minutes so that all equates to a more expensive base plate once you go to slots so and i know they don't they don't um, clear as, as well, well as a slot does, um, but the goal for that razor was to offer a CNC machined, um, made in the United States safety razor at a at a low price point. So okay. most likely those are going to stay holes. Okay, so, so that I think so. My apologies on that one. Then I think he's asking if there's any plans specifically for then any improvements, changes to the winning razor, not the uh, not the not sure. the nine twenty one. Sure. Um, the other thing we might do is um, we might change the top cap on the winning razor a little bit. Uh, I've read on some forums and I've experienced myself. It almost, because it's just a straight angle and there's no curvature to it, it forms almost like a suction feeling to your to your face. And it doesn't affect the shave at all. It's just a different right. feel. And that's because there's nothing to break the surface tension. It's just a, a flat angle that kind of you know suctions to your down. face. So I might, I might either curve the the top cap a little bit to eliminate that or maybe just put some small essentially grooves in there to kind of to kind of break that surface tension um it's something we've been looking at and and may go to in the future 
Yeah, I, we you know we definitely got quite a few questions about uh, about the winning razor, and I was like, I, I don't know, it, it might be like you know uh, it, like a family secret, where it's like, how do they keep the price point so low? But I mean, obviously, what you just mentioned about drilling versus um, yeah, the, so the that grooves. whole razor, yeah, yeah, that whole yeah. razor was designed to be uh, affordable. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. while I it's still CNC and... CNC machined and not yeah. cast or anything like that, mm-hmm. it's it was designed to be very manufacturable, mm-hmm. um, which is an, another nice thing about doing design and manufacturing. Here is you know I've been in this long enough that I know you know how to make uh, how to design something so it's easily manufacturable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so. That one doesn't have nearly the bells and whistles that the America Razor yeah. does, or the or the nine twenty one R Razor. Okay. Well, th- thank you. Yeah, a lot, I think a lot of people were curious just because mm-hmm. um, it's. I, I've used both the the winning and the America. I mean, both are fantastic razors. And I actually I did the the whole surface tension thing. I did experience that a little bit, like 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 you said, but yeah. like, it, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't affect the shave. It's just like just kind of know it, it might happen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, like during the yeah, I mean, during the process, you feel it, and it's it's a different feeling than yes, than absolutely. shaving with America. But I don't think I don't think it affects the shave. But it is, I mean, I don't know if it's an annoyance or, but it's different. So it's something we're looking at that at possibly uh, at least reducing, which it wouldn't be a big a big undertaking to do that. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, for for tackling those questions, and sure. um, yeah. I, I did want to go back and something I think Ashley mentioned, and this is not shaving related, but the addition of the puppy and hopefully oh, yeah. I, for the, for the video <laughs> version of this, um, uh, uh, Jake and Ashley, I'm going to just ask to get a, get a photo so I can put the, okay. <laughs> the adorable yeah. puppy so that, you know, yeah. the people, but uh, tell, tell us a little bit about, was that like, was that a, uh, a, a, a an addition that was long in the making was it an impulse <laughs> kind of thing like could you share a little bit about that i feel that? like it was a little bit of both <laughs> oh oh okay yeah right. like well so we have wanted a dog we both grew up with dogs we've had dogs our entire lives and we wanted to wait to add a puppy until the boys were a little bit older and we've been looking like you know what would be great family dogs, but also, you know, guard dogs if I was out running by myself or, you know, whatever. And we kind of were set on a German Shepherd. And then we found her up in Pittsburgh and I'm like, she's available. And I like, what? I was like, we're getting her. So, yeah. And then yeah. she told the kids that she was going to look at a puppy. And as soon as you tell a three-year-old and a five-year-old yeah. that you're going to look at a puppy, oh. it's over. So the Landon's so like, we're knew, getting a dog. Yeah, I knew the puppy was coming. So I'm like, we're getting so. the dog. But uh, I've always yeah. wanted a, a shop dog too. So she's, yeah. Uh, yeah. she's already spent she's a great. few days out here with me and she does really well. Yeah. And it's just nice. Cause I mean, a lot of the days I'm out here by myself um, or at least most of the time I'm out here by myself. So it's, yeah. it's nice having her under my feet tripping me and, you know, <laughs> but uh, she's like your little foot warmer. Yeah. So no, it was like she said, it was, it, it we was, knew it was coming. We wanted one, but yeah, yeah. We saw her and we're like, we're getting her <laughs> yeah, it all happened in a matter of like three days we, okay we went from not having a dog to, to having a dog, all of a sudden having a dog so. but she's great yeah she's a great dog oh and, and what's the dog's name it's piper piper oh beautiful name piper <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i i did also just want to share and the reason I, uh, like the the, the 
the, the puppy edition uh, stuck out to me is that you guys, I think, do such a great job uh, giving us a peek kind of behind a peek behind the shop, and even just a little bit like your your interactions in the, in the shop on the days that you're both in there together. And I just want to say, just you know, as someone who's following <laughs> you guys, I have known about you guys. I really appreciate like those looks. I think it really, you know, what I mean, like it it, it reveals a bit more about the people behind the things that we make. So I I, I just want I, I, to make sure you guys knew that uh, and that I really enjoy, yeah, I enjoy that, that yeah. look behind. Because I know, like, of all the things that you could be doing, all the things, you, you know, just, just work-wise, check off, and then or just um, taking care of the, you know, the family matters and, and whatnot, um, to be able to squeeze that time in there, I think it goes a long way. So definitely want to encourage you. <laughs> uh, keep, keep, uh, keep it up. Thank it's, you. It's, it's, it's sure, not, yeah. Yeah. No. Something I realized, uh, I don't know, not too long ago was, mm-hmm. you know, prior to getting into this razor world, all of my followers were machinists. Mm. So I, for me to post a, a video of a machine running wasn't real, Interesting wasn't to anything them. Yeah. to them, right? Because they, they were doing that in their, in so their shop. Is, but yeah. then I realized, well, a lot of my followers now are, you know, safety razor enthusiasts that they have these razors, but they may not know how they're made and yeah. so then i right. kind of clicked that like well, well we i should need, show them <laughs> yeah let's let's show <laughs> yeah. some behind the scenes yeah. we're not doing anything proprietary here and we're not we're not about secrets or anything yeah. like that we'd rather share the yeah. share the story share the journey yeah. um share any insight like on, people on, ask us you know what laser do you have what what do you oh, use okay. for your website I mean, we we tell you like we'll tell you so if you have any yeah. questions i mean hey reach out to us we don't yeah, keep any, any secrets yeah. i mean if you have any if anyone wants to know how a certain process happens or how, how is this made? How's that made? Let us know. And, and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll post it, show some videos, explain it a little bit, because like I said, I, it, it hadn't dawned on me that, you know, uh, I was so used to living and breathing machining in a machining world. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I have all these new followers who may not, 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 not even know what a CNC machine yeah. is, right? They, right? They've been shaving forever with a razor that's been made on it, but, but they just might. And one of my favorite shows yeah. growing up was how it's made. So it's, oh, okay. it's, it's nice to, Nice to be now able to <laughs> to share how how things yeah. are made. Yeah, I, I definitely fall in that category, like you know, being someone in this hobby. But um, even in doing this podcast, kind of, you get in more insight in how things are made. And honestly, like the just, just razors in general, exploring different razors wasn't really something that was on my radar until maybe like this past year year or two so again part of that behind the scenes um you know the people making the things or even just like seeing the machines at work it's it's been it's it's been a great look so yeah that's that's uh it's so great like all that behind the scene kind of stuff i think you guys knock out of the park um thank you yeah, so I'm I'm just glad you you saw that like oh yeah these these guys might be interested in seeing yeah yeah <laughs> like how the sausage on me yeah. And, then, <laughs> yeah and then people start a comment like oh wow that's so cool I'm like oh well, I guess it it's is like cool to people who don't like live <laughs> like, and breathe like, yeah day. yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I, I know we're kind of coming up on the on the hour mark, so uh, I don't want to keep you guys too long. But uh, f- uh, just, uh, I guess, as we close out, um, is there anything in the coming year uh, that you guys uh, are that we, like we can kind of keep our eye out for or even just like um, as you fur- you're, you're going further into this full time? Um, are there other changes that you see uh, that are going to be made in, in 2022 uh, that are like quality of life improvements or just processes, you know, um, anything you'd like to share about kind of upcoming plans? Yeah, so we just got our newest machine in. Um, it's another CNC mill. 
and what something that was very popular the first time we released them and we haven't released since just due to time and machining constraints was our razor stands um, our, our little stainless uh, modular razor stands that hold the hold the base plates and everything well that's going to be one of the first products to to run on this new machine so those should be coming available which i'm glad to glad to be able to to offer those again um because i get that's another thing i get questions about literally daily is hey when are you going to have your modular stands back in stock i'm like they're coming. you can say very soon yeah those. they're yeah. coming yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> the custom razor program i'm actually pretty excited about that um it's going to give a lot of flexibility to the mm-hmm. customers and i think uh i think that'll be nice um like i said I'm, I'm really looking forward to that there'll be some there'll be some bugs to work out i'm sure at, at the beginning but that's going to be a nice uh offering i believe um brushes in the next year for sure mm-hmm. and then hopefully by the end of the year our new titanium razor and then along the way we're looking to uh looking to maybe add some, at least an employee or two uh, mm-hmm. to help take some of the workload off of me. Um, and then I think, uh, you know, that's just on our side of the business. I think Wet Shaving Club has some has some plans for this year as well. So I don't want to share too much there, right. but uh, <laughs> there's uh, there, there'll be more on that end too. So no, I think it should be a pretty good year for us. Uh, my first year full time. Um, so it's like we mentioned before, it's stressful, but so far it's been it's good. Um, yeah. And, and kept the lights on for four months so we're trying to keep doing that <laughs> yes. at least so but uh no other than that we're just going to keep chugging along here um and one thing that we try to do um, because like i said we're no expert in this field is we try to listen to our customers and, and see what they want um or, or what's lacking so we uh if you have any any recommendations or suggestions by all means get a hold of us and, and we'll put it on our very long to-do list that uh, seems to grow more than shrink every day so <laughs> But uh, no, that's that's probably it for 2022. Um, just try to keep plugging along and, and keep growing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you both, Jake and Ashley, for your time today. Uh, and I just want to wish you continued success and really looking forward to all the things uh, coming down the pipeline this year. So thank you guys, guys so much again for your time. Uh, just a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you very much. Thank thanks for, for having us. And us. Thanks for uh, putting this podcast yeah, on. I know you. that's uh, I mean, that's a, a thankless job too so i mean that's uh, you're not getting <laughs> yeah i mean that's uh, it, it helps put the makers names out there and it, it helps uh, it helps us get customers as well so we appreciate what you do as well well listeners that's a wrap on another episode of lather talk i had such a great time talking with both jake and ashley of yates precision it's always great to hear about how a hobby or side project turns into a full-time gig and also whenever i get a chance to talk to fellow parents of young children there's just a little something extra you wind up connecting on so i hope you guys had as much fun learning more about jake and ashley as i did in today's episode To find out more about Yates Precision Razors, you can check out their website or their Instagram account. All the links you'll find in the show notes. Also, a big thank you to our supporters over on Patreon. If you guys have the means and would like to support the show, please check out the Ladder Talk Patreon. And you can get access to bonus content, behind-the-scenes footage, and other benefits for signing up. Some other ways to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you so much again for tuning in to today's episode. We hope to catch you next time. Take care.